Hey guys, Editor Jacob from the future here. Uh, no new episode this week. We're going to re-release one of our favorites with the wonderful comedian Jess Solomon. I hope you enjoy this little blast from the past. And by the past, I mean May. They were so young, so naive. Enjoy. So I know I, I, know I only have just a, a few seconds, really, because if I faint in the bathroom, they're going to break the door down, oh. and they're going to find me on the toilet with, like, full diarrhea, pants down, you know, and I'm like, this is, I can't, I can't go out, like, like I can't be found like this. Let's 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 take this town by storm. Let's paint this town black. Paint it black, isn't it red? It's red. It's totally. Red. I was thinking about the rock song. Oh, I yeah. I, Whoops. I, I, <laughs> who's that by? Actually, no more music talk. Okay, it's the Stones. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about this box. Well, uh, first, let's introduce the show. No. Yes. Um, First no, I, 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 I can't in good conscience <laughs> say my name and Your the name. show without first okay. letting everyone know uh-huh. that I am sitting across from a box uh-huh. that has a picture of a bidet yeah. on it and says, clean and comfort. Mm-hmm. Welcome to I'm Trying, you guys. The show where... <laughs> Where Janelle you know, is sitting across from a bidet. <laughs> I, I, I try to maintain my sanity, and then things like this happen. I'm Janelle Dennis. I'm Jacob Derwin, the proud owner of a bidet. Thank you very much <laughs> for joining us for episode 13. 13. We're really glad Bad you're here. Bad luck. Nah, man. It's good luck. 13. Let's subvert that, 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 that rumor. That Let's subvert that. Let's subvert. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the curse is already working on I'm, you. I'm, I'm now you can't speak, and then tomorrow mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna be able to speak at all, and then you're gonna I'm gonna wake up and you're gonna be a, a little boy. And be like, what happened to Jacob? I am him. I'm so confused. Wait, because <laughs> the curse of whatever whatever thir- thirteen number thirteen curse oh. on you. Oh, you're it, gonna wake up tomorrow it, as a kid. That's how curses work. It's gonna turn me thirteen. Yes. Is that the idea? it was not a Jennifer Garner movie, okay. so don't even try that. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna just pretend I followed any of this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I decided that I. So uh, I work at a school, and oftentimes, as a gift, um, they gift like Amazon gift cards mm-hmm. or just general gift cards that are like the end of the American Express thing. Oh, and I think so, you're gonna say they gifted you this. A bidet? No. Um, that would be. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. That'd be like take the hint, Jacob. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, it was uh, it's generally just like you know you get gift cards, and so mm-hmm. I decide you know I end up using that gift card those gift cards for like just things you need around the house. <laughs> like whenever you I know, need, so I know when I need like a sh- when we need a new new shower curtain. That's what I went towards okay. that when I wanted a rice cooker for the kitchen. I got a rice cooker. I get like very practical things with that money. <laughs> Uh, and one of those practical things, I decided uh, recently that my hygiene is important to me, and I would like to invest in something that can up the hygienic process. You went all the way practical. And I turned on this it up. Way. I turned Zero it up. Zero to a hundred. And to be fair, to be fair, I didn't. I didn't get like. I didn't buy like a, a like a multi hundred dollar fancy. But I got an attachment for the toilet. It was forty bucks, and it, it's 
already done wonders. So how is it going to work? It's just attached to the toilet. So is I, it going to go? It. Is there going to be a thing that goes into the water and sprays the water up? Onto you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I installed it. I installed it myself. I did all the plumbing myself. I'm very proud of myself. Actually, plumbing? Or... I mean, I had to like disconnect the water pipes, and I had to get I had to get new water uh, tubes that connect to the wall because the one I took out broke. It was this old rusty pipe, and I had to change it. Damn, so you did that on your own? I did this whole thing on my own. I, I exchanged it for a, a, a tea uh, pipe, I guess you would call it, that connects the water, the fresh water from the wall. In two different directions, one to the toilet, one to the bidet. I did this whole installation myself. I'm very proud of it. Um, and, the, and the result is wonderful. The result Wait. has been very positive. But the bidet is a part of the toilet now, right? It's attached under the seat. So I had to unscrew the seat and I had to oh, start so under the like seat. Oh, so it's like a double seat action. So, well, no, well, no it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a seat itself. It's hmm. just installed below the seat. And so then, you lift the seat up and then it's the bidet. So, I mean, you can see it without lifting the whole seat up. It's just, but I mean, to use it. Should you I just show you? Up? I should just show you. The, that's going to do nothing for the listeners. Uh, no, I'm trying to paint a, no, no, a no. visual. No, here. no, no. We can paint the visual more easily if you know it's what you're talking about. It's more fun if you t- try and explain No, come it with me. me. No, it's come more fun me. if you try. I'm come not going to look at they're the gonna bidet. They're going to hear it. They're going to hear I'm it. I'm not going to look at the come bidet. I'm not going to look at the bidet. I'm not looking at the bidet. This is going to be a whole lot of time we have to edit out. I'm not looking at the bidet. I'm not scared. Are you scared of the bidet? No, I'm not scared. scared. I'm not scared. I think you're scared of the bidet. No, I want to picture it. You're ruining, you're taking the mystery out of it. I think you should just come with me. No, you're taking the mystery out. I don't want to know what the bidet looks like. I don't want to see what I have to deal with. (laughs) He's going to edit this. I can't believe she doesn't want to look at the bidet. Yeah, because it's the mystery. There's no mystery. You can see the whole... They don't tell me how it works. I just want to hear how it works and then tell okay. it to somebody wrong. Ladies. Okay, then if you want to do it that way. So yeah, that's how I like to do things. How it works is there. I installed it and it, it sits under the toilet seat uh, and with the with the with the part that actually sprays the water, kind of hovering in the in the back of the of the bowl a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't touch any of the water or anything. And then there's the, the device that controls it. Mm-hmm. It's like an arm that comes around the right side of the, of the toilet. And you push the button. And you, it's, a, it's a turn. It's a, it's a dial. Oh. And so in one direction, it, basically the, the more you turn it, the, the higher the pressure. Yeah. And the other direction... Does it have numbers? No, it's just you by feel. Oh, On one side of the dial, there's a little butt, uh, a little icon. And on the other side of the a dial... A picture of a, of a, a little butt, A little butt, like a little number three. And then on the other side of the dial is a little picture of a woman, uh, for other purposes, and and that's the and that's the bidet. What? What? A yeah. picture of a woman? Yes. For hygienic practice. That. I heard you're not supposed to do that, but um, okay, that's well, bad. Like that's. I you shouldn't be well, not, spraying. You should. You should. You shouldn't wash your. No, you shouldn't. It, it's, it shouldn't be. A it's, not a direct spray. it's not a direct oh, okay. hit. It's not a direct hit. I mean, unless you're trying to aim it that way, but it's not like that. That could be a business I, idea. <laughs> wow, this is I, this podcast is now an explicit podcast. No, did not, it. I didn't say anything. We I said did that it. could be a business idea. No, just by just by me by, by my me saying direct hit. I think I. I <laughs> this, well, it already episode, started out. You talk about washing mm, your bum. This episode might have an e next to it. Um, and there's nothing. Well, yeah, no, this is just all my fault. Anyways, mm. uh, I'm very proud. I'm proud. Very happy. You could. I've never seen anyone more proud to show off their bidet. It's not. Like Come a, look at the bidet. It's not like a weird thing. It's. Just I never a said it was weird. I'm, just, I'm. I'm and it, stating facts. And it's, you were very proud. I'm excited to show about off it. Your bidet. I don't know about proud. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited that I have something 
that I've thought about getting for a long time. And yeah. I did, and I, I You're and so I, European now. I took the plunge. <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you. Um, no, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, I think it's good for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's good for a lot of people. I think it should be more widely adapted in America. It's, it's better than toilet paper. They say oh, yeah. that. Everyone, they all say that. I mean, I'll still use a little toilet paper, but it's drastically reduced. You're not, we're not paper. supposed to be used, like, to- toilet paper isn't, it's not now good. I sound like one of those people, it isn't natural, man. Well, not about natural, it's just not good. It's just not, it's like, it's not effective. It's not hygienic. I mean, like, it's not bad, but it do- it's not the most effective way that we could be no, doing things. No, it's not. Uh, this is not to bring it back to Survivor, but, like, uh, the most well-known way that people use the bathroom is in the Survivor ocean, right? is they go, they go in the ocean to do it. Yeah. And it's so much easier. Ah, salt. I mean... Maybe a little bit, but it's 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 a lot easier than like doing it in the middle of the jungle and using dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's way or you could do it like a like a dog or an animal and use mm-hmm. the grass. You know where they they slide their butt yeah. over the grass. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I just go to the park and slide around like a dog trying to get something off its touch. Um, yeah, no, it's honestly I I, I recommend the, the the Europeans, the Japanese. They they've been way ahead of us for a long time. Uh, Have you already been using it? Yeah, I've had it for a little. This is a why week now. you're in a bit more of a so chipper I'm, mood. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> no, um, that's the mood of someone that that's using cleans his rear end in comfort, in and style. style. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, I've had it for a couple days now. I can't believe you're bougier than me. Yeah, right now. I, I mean, in general, probably not. I'm gonna have to one up you. What am I gonna have to get? Well, you have to get a better. Bidet. I need to get a heated toilet seat. That's what I'm Yo, gonna do. Well, as soon as I started talking to people about the bidet, they're like, "Have you heard those are Japanese smart toilets? Yeah, they're like warm up for you." And when they see you coming, they lift the seat and stuff. Yeah, and, and the like, music that plays, you can play birds chirping or music so yeah. people don't hear the, the sounds. Well, my issue is if I ever did that, like, I wouldn't be able to use the bathroom without hearing birds chirp. Like, if I had to like, go to the movie theater and I wanted to use the bathroom, like, somebody quick. So I need someone to make bird noises quick. I just don't understand the bird noise. There's out of the whole lexicon or what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Rolodex. Rolodex of sound effects. Uh, the whole sound Ooh. library <laughs> of uh, sounds available Ambient at our disposal. Noise. Yeah. Like, it could have been music. <laughs> that would be a licensing issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been anything. I think that that's a business idea. That's mm-hmm. that's a better business idea. I'm going to create... The eye, the eye toilet? The yeah, eye potty? I, no, I'm going to create a, a a toilet seat like the that. The eye potty. Has that joke not been made? Eye potty it is really good. Eye potty is it's it, almost it's too a, obvious. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. But I'm going to create... I'm not going to call it eye potty. Okay. I, I want it to be a little bit more sophisticated than ah, that. Okay. It's going Thanks. to be a toilet seat, but instead of those typical basic bird noises mm-hmm. and white noise, it's going to be you can program... <laughs> uh, you can program it with sounds that you want. Mm-hmm. So maybe play our podcast... <laughs> While you're on the on the can, yeah, man, and play a, a audio oh, recording that, of your mom yelling at you. Or... I assume that half the audience is listening to our show while they use the bed. I hope so. Yeah, one of them's in the shower right now. We see you, Ken. I like we the, the, we we. I mean, that's how it works. We like, see you, baby. Cleaning that, cleaning that hair. We, <laughs> you're either in the car, on the toilet, or in the shower, and you're listening to our wonderful. Voices. Anyways, yeah. today's episode is with the delightful Jess Solomon. Jess Solomon, who is coming right off of her uh, Tonight Show, Tonight Show debut. 
um, the Jimmy Fallon, and she did an amazing job. Yeah, watch she that it. set if you haven't watched it yet. Go on YouTube, look it up. It's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a working comedian, and she's fantastic, and she's incredibly yeah. sweet. Originally hailing from Canada. Yep, yep, yep. And now in New York City, ripping it up. Just like you, ripping it up. Rip, letting her rip, more like that. Let's say wow, that. we really, this whole episode, and you know what? The, the it's big on story, theme. The big story of this episode is very much on theme. This, this, my friends, is the poop episode. We did it. We made, oh, no. we made the poop episode of I'm Trying. Why did you spill it? We got, ew. We got there. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> let's just, let's just start this episode uh anyways jess almond's awesome listen to her new comedy album all the best choices go see her live you can find out more at jess the link is in the description obviously uh and she also does uh a comedy with her uh with her wife hey iman al husseini also big comedy powerhouse Hopefully we can we can have her on at some point too. Yeah, we definitely. Um, are. And they do stuff together sometimes, and that's awesome. And uh, talking to Jess about that a little bit was really cool because she was like, tell, "Well, she told me like after the conversation, she's like, it's a whole different muscle. You really have to like you you have to think about balancing your part of the bit yeah. with their part of the bit, and what parts together, and what parts kind of just you doing your own thing. And it, it's it's pretty cool yeah. to to work that. I gotta stuff out. say, I enjoy watching them fight on stage, argue on stage. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. That's it. It's awesome to be able to do that yeah. with your significant other. <laughs> uh, so anyway, enjoy our episode with the fabulous Jess Solomon. How's your Passover going? Well, I uh, had my American TV debut on the first night of Passover. That's, that's when Fallon aired. Aired was after the the, the first Seder. So I, that's why I didn't get to have a viewing party here because I wasn't in New York because I was in Florida, the promised land. Oh, so that. <laughs> <laughs> Palm Beach. Wait, so, so Seder would, I mean, it would trump your. I just already, TV? I already had that flight mm-hmm. and that, uh, yeah, I already had that flight booked mm-hmm. and, um, and those plans. So I wasn't going to stay here just to watch it because the taping was on the i taped on monday and it aired mm-hmm. on the friday so i was mm-hmm. here for the taping obviously and i yeah. i didn't i was i i was waiting to know when that was going to be before i made the flight and stuff and i assumed i didn't know it was going to air like a different so many days later but yeah. one thing if you want to know about passover is one of the questions that is asked uh during passover is how is this night different from every other night nice and, yes. yeah the joke the joke was that that night was very different for me from every other <laughs> night <laughs> because of because uh, of Fallon. so awesome. but luckily i didn't end up watching it with my whole family although yeah people sort of went home and uh and then told me they like woke up in the morning and watched it. They PVR'd it and watched it with coffee. It was so awkward. That's not how you <laughs> want it. <laughs> but whatever. You know, it's it, all right. I had a great time. I got to have a, a party after, had a couple drinks with people, and it was great. Yeah, great party, by the way. I, I just, love a party with a, sl- with a slider selection. <laughs> yeah. My wife uh, found this bar that had was pretty good. Um, for the the area of, of like Times Square, Thirty Rock, it's not like ideal mm. 
spot, but she found a, a pretty good bar with good food and cocktails and um, organized it and blew up my album photo. It was very, Don't. very bat mitzvah. Um, <laughs> if, if the only thing missing, and people took pictures of it. Well, and everybody was there when we, when I got there, and mm-hmm. I, it just said it was so late because I my taping was uh, the second one, and Cher was on the first one, and oh, she geez. delayed everything. So that was that share that share put. Damn it, share. And it was she a Monday. It was so late, and, and it, it was really cute. That anyway. So yeah, people didn't. You don't know this maybe about bar but mitzvahs, but something maybe you do. But something typical is that. You, there's like a blown up photo of the I did kid. not know that. And then like their friends all sign it. So it was like a bat mitzvah that you guys were taking pictures with my blown up like Aww. album photo. <laughs> but I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody signed No, nobody no signed it. No one made the connection? No, no, no. Oh, no one signed it. No, but everyone did take pictures with mm-hmm. it. So it did feel very bat mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a guest book personally. I didn't have the whole giant the, load of picture. But oh, no. same idea. People's like signing little notes and you go back six years later and you're reading through it and you're looking at all the notes just like, who are half these people again? Yeah. I don't remember any. <laughs> Some cousin I never talked to. That okay. kind of thing. So I, I get that. It's very yearbook, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I never had a bat mitzvah, actually. So let's, really? let's count that. Jimmy Fallon party is. Is your bat mitzvah? <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Who's, who's in Palm Beach, by the way? So my mom and stepfather are there. Um, in recent years, they spent like the winter there. My grandma lives there uh, and has also spent the winters there in West Palm Beach. So perhaps they know each other in the same condominium. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad's near West Palm Beach, but that's oh, yeah? a different story. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> if all of our relatives are in West Palm Beach hanging out, yeah. that would be great. Maybe yeah. they're doing a podcast. Yeah, too. maybe your parents see my dad more often than <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. We're all okay. <laughs> Sure, you good? Yeah. All right. I mean, I've had a rough. My, my half brother and sister may listen to this, so. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Anyways, are they in Palm Beach? West Palm Beach. Um, one of them's in med school. Um, it was on mm-hmm. an island, I think, not Saba, uh, Dominica, like not the Dominican Republic. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Country mm-hmm. like that. Dominica, yeah. Yeah, and uh, my other, mm-hmm. my half brother is doing automotive engineering at University of. Florida or University of Central Florida, oh. I think. You know, real dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. Yeah. All right. So when you got the email about the embarrassing or desperate mm-hmm. or stories, what, what came to mind? What, what was the... Well, there's two, I guess, but... Um, Go for it. So one of them is, um, yeah, like I don't usually tell um, or poo, I'll say poo stories, mm-hmm. um, but I, in this case... It was just so um, spectacular that I feel like <laughs> it's worth telling. It was a long time ago, but when back before comedy, when I was a lawyer, I was going back and forth between Montreal and where I'm from and Holland, where I was working. And I, because also I was in a long distance relationship with someone in Montreal. So between Holland and Montreal? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. So I would take, there's a direct flight from Montreal to Amsterdam. And I would take that from Montreal, I'd go, it would be overnight. Um, and then I'd get to Amsterdam in the morning and go to work because I was trying to not use, you know, I wanted to max out the vacation day. So I didn't want to take an extra day just for travel because mm-hmm. I was in a relationship. And so you're like trying to be together and whatever. Yeah. So I, um, it was stressful for me because I, I would know that I'd, ha- I really wanted to sleep on that flight, even though, Technically, 
by the time you land, then I'm t- you're tired. But I'm kind of a late night person. So with the time change, it's still not like really over overnight mm-hmm. for me. But when you get there, it's suddenly morning because it's six, seven hours ahead. Ugh. So it was just like gross feeling and generally wanting to just stressing that I get on the plane and you, you hope that you have a good seat. You hope that you have somebody normal next to you. You <laughs> just that you're going to be able. And I, this one particular time. I was so um, serious about wanting to sleep. I decided to, somebody gave me, um, maybe it was my girlfriend at the time, gave me an Ativan, which I'd never taken before. I mean, like... I've done drugs, but I just have never, <laughs> I've never take, happened to have taken Ativan. Is that even like a dramamine thing? Like, what is it? Like no, a, I think it's like a, a relaxing thing, right? Like a yeah, sleepy. Yeah, sleep Valium. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. So yeah, maybe not, you, no melatonin for sure. No, yeah. So if you have, um, I think people that have anxiety on for flying or whatever, maybe okay. take it. Mm-hmm. It's for sleeping, basically. So sure. I take, so we, I get on the plane and it's already a terrible seat. So it's middle seat. Oh. And I take the Ativan just before getting on the plane. And we're, we're on the ground and we're delayed on the ground. And I'm starting to feel the Ativan kick in. But for some reason, it's not just sort of like putting me to sleep in a good way. It, it feels like not good. You know, like where, I don't know if you guys have done drugs before, but you know, <laughs> where you're like, oh, and, and sometimes it's like just unrest. Bad. Yeah, like you don't feel good in your own skin, but not like, <laughs> like you know, like I, I feel good um, in my own skin as a person, but physically physically, something's not good. And also just feeling, starting to feel really bad about where I'm sitting. And and then, you know, like I, I, there was a time when I took ecstasy where I did back in the day, I didn't know, like you didn't know really what was in it and what was mixed with. And it could, you could feel kind of sick for, and maybe throw up and then you'd be like, okay. And then you'd be good to dance the rest of the night, you know, but like you just had to get over that initial comp. So I just was like, maybe that's what's happening. Anyways, I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable. And then the woman next to me starts speaking to me in Spanish. I don't know how come, but I I do speak Spanish. My mom is from Peru, but nobody knows that about me or would guess that. So (laughs) so, So normally I would be like excited, but now I'm just like, this is, do I pretend I don't speak Spanish? Do I, I just don't feel good to get into a conversation with anybody. So she's kind of talking to me in Spanish and I'm a little bit responding and I just feel like I want to be alone so badly, and I'm really in the opposite place of alone, and the plane's not taking off, and all of it just starts, all of that discomfort, like, just rises up, and um, I I just feel like I'm going to throw up, so I, I grab uh, the throw-up bag, and now I'm... What just, does it look like? Is it like a tiny little paper... It's a paper bag, bag that they have usually in the, in the seat pocket in oh. front of you, in case you get motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, usually everybody has one, so, um, or I mean, I think that still exists, so, yeah. I, so, I, so I throw up in the bag, oh. but it's just like, you're now you're throwing up and just so like, it's like the lights are still on, it's not like, the, you know... You're still on the ground. You're not, you're still on the, <laughs> we're still on the ground. Oh my God. And so, I mean, I feel like, like what's she going to do when it actually takes off? Yeah, yeah really. I'm like, I'm the kind of person who I don't like people to see me sleeping that are strangers, you know? Mm. Like, I really yeah. try to cover up on the table, you know, put my head, cover Pretty myself. Up. Yeah, I really like privacy. So this is sleeping really... Sleeping face is the worst. I mean, I, my, my mm. wife just fully knocks out, like, mm-hmm. you know, mouth open, no problem. She does not care. But I really have, you know, I, I don't, I get embarrassed about those things. So... Anyways, I now um, we're still on the ground. Now the flight attendants have noticed that I threw up. Um, I mean, people have noticed. 
And but I don't really have much time before I just start to feel everything just coming towards the other end of my body, you know. Oh. So of course it's like seatbelt lights are on and we're still, you know, waiting to take off. And I just can't. And there's a point where you're just like, I don't care, and oh. I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay, <laughs> so I start running for the bathroom, and the flight attendants at first are looking at me like, No, you can't go. It's not the seatbelt sign, mm-hmm. whatever. And then they see my face and I guess have already known that I threw up that they're just like okay whatever go for it so I go to the bathroom I I'm so relieved that I can close the door and be alone (laughs) and I you know get there just in time I'm I everything's coming out and 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 immediately I start to feel um like I'm gonna faint like I start um I don't know if you guys, but I fainted when I was a teenager. Not often, but often enough that I know exactly what the feeling is. Yeah, I do. Because it's just these black spots start filling up. Or you see outlines of things, and it's is that what happens for you? For me, it's it's everything goes dark, and then I just see the outlines of objects, and I can't see anything else. And then does it just completely get black, and then you're usually every single time I think I'm dying. I don't. I don't remember that. That's what fainting is like. Oh, okay. But usually mine's from, like, low blood pressure and that right. stuff. So you yeah. feel – so I start to feel sure. low blood pressure, and it just black – like, black spots filling in until it's black. So I know I, I, know I only have just a, a few seconds, really, because if I faint in the bathroom, they're going to break the door down, oh. and they're going to find me on the toilet with, like, full diarrhea, pants down, you know, and I'm like, this is <laughs> – I can't – I can't go out like, like, I can't be found like this, right? (laughs) I don't want them to, they can't take off with me, like, locked in there. And I I won't, if I, I don't know if I faint, I could be fainted for a long time in there, you know, on the toilet. So I, I managed to just get up from the toilet. I mean, I don't know if I wipe or what, but I just pull my pants up. I know that I haven't, I don't get to like zipper or button, but I know that they're up and I open the door just because I don't want them to have to get some kind of Homeland Security people to like break it oh, down. Oh, yeah. I open the door and I just faint like right on the floor with my feet in the bathroom and my body in the <gasps> aisle. And I, when I wake up, um, I can hear, you know, there's a doctor. They found some doctor on board. We're still on the ground. On board. Oh, yeah. God, and she's like, I had to leave her kids with someone and, you know, come and and, and now when I wake up, I actually feel better, you know? I feel like, I feel like good, you know? So I beg them to let me stay on the plane because I just know I have to get to work the next day in, in Holland. I'm like, please, I'm fine. I feel so much better, whatever. Was this before the announcement, the safety announcement, or after? Um, I don't know what was going on while I was in the bathroom. I I don't think like we had moved at all. So oh. I'm not sure if they... Because they would have been like, this is... This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Safety. Were you still at the yeah. gate? Like, do you know, I think we were still oh at the gate. Gosh. So yeah, they maybe they had done it, but we were just now still waiting to take yeah. off. That's, oh, that sucks. And so you're and fainted so, in the aisle. They yeah, so I fainted you. in the aisle. I wake up, whatever. There's a doctor. She says, I tell her that I'm fine, that mm-hmm. I promise I'll be good, that like, please let me stay on the plane. <laughs> and so she sort of, she's approves it, kind of, you know. And then I go back to my seat, and now I'm just, everybody, like, knows what's been going on. And so I just sit back down, and that woman is definitely not talking to me in Spanish, or talking to me at all. And then, <laughs> And then I just, um, I just fall asleep. So because now I'm, you know, you're the like kind of like weak. Like now, and I don't know if it's the Ativan or any. I don't know if any of this had to do with Ativan or if it was just like coincided that I took an Ativan and maybe had food poisoning or something else. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I wait. You had to go back into the middle seat. They didn't put they, they you didn't in a special anything. seat. They didn't do anything. Um, which I'll get into that for a quick second after. But the um, I was following KLM, so um, the Dutch. Anyways, I have words to say about them. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I pass out, and then I wake up like later over the Atlantic somewhere, and um, I my body my body just wakes me up because I'm not feeling well again. And, oh and, no! And so oh, the whole like so basically I I start to feel sick. I feel everything welling up in my mouth. I, I don't have a throw-up bag anymore, so I take the one from my neighbor, the, the Latina woman, and I, I throw up in the bag, and then I just start to feel everything again with my stomach, and I run to the bathroom, and I pull my pants down just in time, and full, like, water, diarrhea, whatever, disgusting, <laughs> and, and then, again, I start to feel like I'm going to faint, and I can't believe it's happening again, but the black spots start filling up. And it's I'm like, like the worst Groundhog Day. Of- I, yeah, I was like, is this like Russian Doll? Like, I haven't even seen <laughs> Russian Doll, but you know, and I just, I'm like, I only have a matter of seconds again before they have to, you know, bang down this door and get me with my pants down, and so I... I grab my pants, I pull them up, I open the door, and I hit the ground exactly again. the same way again. Oh, God. I can't believe, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. And then, like, I wake up, the doctor's, like, apologizing to the staff for letting me even stay on the plane. Oh, because she vouched for you. She, she vouched for me, and now I've, like, clearly become a problem. And no, everyone's like, what kind of drugs is she on? Like, what's wrong? Because, you know, you're or like, what's wrong with this person? maybe they you're pregnant. Maybe they think I'm, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Um, And at that point, I'm just, like, so weak and cold and sweaty and and embarrassed. And everyone, like, some people have seen this whole situation happen twice, right, in front of their eyes, you know, (laughs) like, in the aisle. And uh, and they still didn't give me a a proper seat. And I just, I didn't, all I wanted was somewhere to sleep. I was shivering, like, no blanket, nothing. Finally, I just, like, I did I decided I needed to lie down. So I go to the back of the plane mm-hmm. on the floor behind the last seat, mm-hmm. basically. I'm basically under the last seat of chairs behind them, between that and like a wall, mm. just so I could stretch out. And I have my jacket and, I'm, and, I, and I slept there the rest of the, the time on the floor of the plane because they wouldn't put me... On the floor? On the floor of mm-hmm. the plane um, just because I needed to like lie down, lie down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't oh want to go back to my God. seat. But and the, the area were usually... The area where usually the Orthodox Jews are praying in the morning. Yeah, maybe. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And I, anyway, so that's KLM. I mean, the Dutch. So I lived in <laughs> Holland for a couple of years, and it's a very Darwinian type of society where, I mean, not in the American sense where nobody has any kind of social safety net and you have to <laughs> fend for yourself, um, but in the sense that, like, they, it's so hard to get antibiotic. Like, they really, oh. I think they just want the weak people to they die off. <laughs> and that's why they all look how they look like. They're all these gorgeous, s- gorgeous, yeah. strong, <laughs> blonde. You know, uh, oh, they're 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 on their bike in the wind and rain. You know, in the Hague, carrying yeah. like three kids and their groceries, and they're just biking around, and nothing's you know nothing's facing them. No, and, them, but, but they're just they're not uh, a warm or generous people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the expression "going Dutch" comes from somewhere. It's because wow. they're cheap and they like really do count everything to the penny if you go out. I mean, because wow. in my office, society, yeah, I mean, they, I, I've heard of parties where people had to bring their own chair, like they're, no. <laughs> I swear to you, in the office whenever we 
had you know like a, a cake for somebody or yeah. it was a, some celebration or going away any gift was yeah they break it down to the last penny and um yeah anyway so i this was another example because the thing with it they're just so everything is so rigid you know so if they don't respond to the situation it's like well that's you don't have a ticket for first class so what well, we can't put you oh you know my God. like it's just i mean like it's to the point where you'd go to, like an example that i give sometimes you go to a uh, like a sandwich place and they have a menu of sandwiches and you say, can I have this one, but can I have it with tomato? Mm-hmm. And they have tomato there because they have it on other sandwiches, but they, everything's, it's not possible. Like, it's not, it's like, you don't think you know what the term possible. <laughs> you know? And when I finally left Holland, it was just such the perfect smack in the face because I, I went to the, I was in the airport and I was moving back and, um, and there was a magazine Dutch like visit Holland magazine <laughs> and it said the land where everything is possible and I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was so nice but yeah we landed in so we la- after sleeping on the floor we landed in um, Amsterdam how many hours was that do you remember it was like six or seven hours wow right, I think that's brutal. on the floor I've never I mean, heard of part that. of it yeah I mean I just I couldn't believe that's but, worth the, that's worse than United when they dragged the oh, guy oh yeah out. yeah no, and I mean, they were so rude. And then when I got left the plane, they had a, they had called somebody to with a wheelchair for me. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, this is where I hold my head up and walk right back. <laughs> I will walk out of here on my own two feet. <laughs> and I didn't go to work that day, but um, oh no, I called in sick. I was like, forget it. Rightfully so. I cannot. So that was, um, I mean, I really tried hard to hold on to my dignity um, <laughs> a couple times. And, you know, they never had to break me out of that bathroom. Thank God. And they, they yeah. never saw me with my pants down. Definitely not, <laughs> not by under zip, but they were, they they were, were up. up. <laughs> they were up. Jeez, man. Oh, my, I mean, what do you... What do you do? I mean, we, we ask all our guests, like, what they do after something crappy happens like what makes them feel better so like what did you actually do like you called off sick i mean did you did you have did you watch a movie you really like is there a song is there a and uh-huh. I, is there something that you maybe just not in this example but in, oh, general, in is general. there is there just anything that you feel like could help you after something like this happens to you i mean this in particular probably just sleep and yep. privacy <laughs> <laughs> never seen any of those people ever again <laughs> probably leaving holland and quitting my job which is what i did but it wasn't right as a response to this incident mm-hmm. um but in general sure. something that makes me feel better um this is so cheesy Please. but my nephew i have two nephews <clears throat> they're at one one and a half and three and a half and oh. They're just really cute, and I just like look at pictures of them. Oh. I mean, is that the one who went viral? Yeah, yeah, Freddie yeah. Mercury. Yeah, he really. I mean, so this one of them, he loves music, and mm-hmm. he's uh, discovered Freddie Mercury, and I posted a video of him oh. imitating Freddie Mercury um, during uh, the Live Aid concert. He wow. sort of like has it on the TV, and he's got his his microphone that's might been rigged <laughs> up by my his own diaper. He's yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he. Uh, I posted online, and there's so many people responded, especially on Twitter, um, how much he cheered them up that I was like, I, it's, see, I'm not biased. Like, other people, other people <laughs> just see it too. Yeah. Because no. he's so, I, yeah, I, I guess when parents, because I don't have kids, but when parents say that how their kids just kind of 
like seeing the world through their eyes mm. or whatever, how that makes them feel. It is a cheesy thing, but I, I mean, if I feel it on a, that level with my nephew, I mean, I can only imagine if as a parent. Yeah. Although, I don't know, I worry if I had kids that I would love them as much as my nephew. <laughs> 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 he's, he's pretty good. There's a second guy, too, who's hilarious, but yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a beast. He's not a sensitive musician soul like the older one. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Are they in Brooklyn? Do you get to see them often? No, they're in Toronto, but I, I do uh. still get to I saw them now in Florida for Passover. Oh, and cool. I go to Toronto a fair bit, so I, I do get to, I, and also FaceTime. Good. But oh. I weirdly just will, like, scroll through their pictures to call me down. Oh, that's really sweet. Is it? I that's don't know. Really My sweet. wife is like, you used to look at pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just zooming in on their faces. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, stare in the background. No, no, no I'm, a, I'm a preschool music teacher by day. Oh, so really? I work, with, I work with the babies all the time. And it's I have always, to show you the vids. Oh, please. I, I can't believe I haven't seen this. It's awesome. It sounds awesome. Um, it's funny seeing which kids... And I, I mean, I work with over 100 kids, but like, it's funny to see which ones are particularly sensitive to music. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's one, I'm obviously not naming names, but there is one kid uh, in like, uh, who um, I can't play anything slow. When okay. he's in the room, or he will start to cry because oh. he takes it. You know, like oh. three little ducks went out one day over the hills and far away. Like oh. simple little nursery rhymes that everyone else loves. Little duck quacking sounds. This kid will start bawling. It oh just like God. affects him for some reason. The 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 the, the tonal aspects. The Rhythm. I don't know what it is exactly, oh and I'm like, oh, you're gonna write poetry. You're gonna be yeah, the yeah. sensitive poet, and you're gonna you're gonna find artistic accomplishment. You're gonna fulfill your soul, and I'm sorry about making you cry over ducks. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's awesome. So crazy how it's yeah. so early on you can mm-hmm. see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't feel anything as a kid. <laughs> No, you didn't. That was a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it We're establishing this very quickly. Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah I have questions yeah. about the shift from mm-hmm. law oh, yeah. into pursuing comedy full time. Uh, well, I couldn't go back on KLM, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this route is over for me. Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't know. It's. Uh, it was so long ago, and I, I just, I didn't, yeah. I feel like I've talked about this so much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been, I could ask it. Yeah, there's, there, it's, there's no real special story. I just didn't really love, love law, and it felt like I want, I, I just wanted to do something more creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, at the time, I was watching a lot of. Uh, luckily, I could access TV online, um, so I was watching on the Daily Show, and I watched the. Office. I mean, you could do like mm-hmm. Torrentine and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't limited Keen. to like just Dutch TV, with uh, like it was basically Grey's Anatomy, and that was subtitled, so I could watch that. If I'm being honest, yeah. I actually consistently watch a Dutch TV show. <laughs> I watch Wees de Mole a lot. And Is I that the talk show? Wees de Mole is a game show. Oh, it's a game. reality competition where there's like one person on the thing who isn't actually. A Contestant. Wee is the mole. Wee is the mole. Who's the mole? Oh, who's yeah, the mole? sorry, my pronunciation is probably No, wrong. I don't know how to pronounce uh, that. You're good. <laughs> you spent more time there than I, I did. I did, and I tried to tune out. <laughs> no, sometimes I hear yeah. German, and I was like, is this a romance language? Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird game show obsession of mine, so I don't know if it, but. I mean, the Daily Show is probably more up your up your your steam for sure. Well, yeah, I mean that was uh, because that was the first time that I saw comedy as a kind of also a form of advocacy. Because back yes. then, mm. Jon Stewart was like really having a 
making it actually having an impact. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I think satire is won't save us. It's having some <laughs> issues, yeah. I mean, it, things have gone too, too far. But yep. at the time when he got that crossover, crossfire, crossover, mm-hmm. crossfire, yeah, yeah. canceled, and, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson and all that, I mean, mm-hmm. he obviously bounced back. Um, but <laughs> at the time, it seemed, it seemed like something... Um, possible and doable and mm-hmm. I just never had thought that comedy could have uh, that kind of political impact mm-hmm. so um, that was something that I think also really got me excited about about it you can follow Jess on Twitter and Instagram at Jess underscore Salomon, that's S-A-L-O-M-O-N, and listen to her comedy album, All the Best Choices, on iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, or wherever you listen to comedy. And don't forget to check out her website, JessSolomon.com, for info on upcoming shows, merch, and all that fun stuff. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a redo, a redo, a redo, a redo review on iTunes. It helps word about the show spread like a bad stomach bug. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to easily download new episodes. I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at SammyKappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. And if you want, you can follow us individually at Janelle Dennis and Jacob Derwin. If you've screwed up or embarrassed yourself and are looking for help, or pity. Reach out to us on Twitter or email at I'm trying show at gmail.com and our team of crisis experts. It's just us. We'll be more than happy to assist. Reasonably happy. Thank you so much for listening. And in the words of John Denver, I'm, I'm leaving, leaving on, on a jet, jet plane. plane. Don't, Don't know, know when I'll, I'll be back, back again. again. Oh, oh, babe, I, I hate, hate to go. go. Oh. Oh, babe. <laughs>